Welcome to Vintage Girl with a Bow. I am your host, Bibi, and my guest this afternoon is none other than Pastor Yvette Lichman. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity to join you on this inauguration of Vintage Girl with a Bow. I am a child of God. How about that? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. But um, it's my joy. I I am Pastor Vet Leachman, as you've heard, and I am a, a, <laughs> a child of God from Jamaica, West Indies. <laughs> I um, came to the Lord uh, at a very early, well, in my teenage years, and, um, and later on, I, uh, some years later, quite a few years later, the Lord had it that I uh, migrated to the United States. So um, I've been walking with the Lord as a personal experience since back home in Jamaica. Okay. Thank you so much for saying that. I know um, you said you started off with the Lord at a very tender age. Is there a tender age? What's your tender age? Uh, what you call well, a tender age? Well, that was not re it's not really tender as it could be, <laughs> because the fact is that I came to the Lord. I the first time I felt the conviction of Holy Spirit to um, to get right with God was at the age twelve. The situation is that I was I was at um, it, I was on summer break and I was I was visiting with my grandparents who were leaders of a church and. Um, and so the preacher came and uh, I felt convicted. I, I said yes to Jesus at the altar and I meant every word of it. But by the time I got back home, my mom was not then walking with the Lord. She was in a backslidden state. And so, you know, nobody was going to church and I just fell back. They didn't say anything when I, you know, when I got home, there it was not a conducive atmosphere to say, you know, I gave my heart to the Lord and at 12, you know, 10, I okay. just fell back into, into old ways. But then at 17, just before um, doing my O levels, getting ready to um, make some decisions, uh, time to leave high school or go to upper six, mm -hmm. then um, the Lord convicted my heart. Uh, when I wasn't even looking for that, you know. Okay. okay. Uh, the thing is, I my, I went to a, a baptismal service on one Wednesday night. It uh, could have been early May um, or late uh, late April. Went to this baptismal service with her, and um, with with us also was my cousin, who is just a few years, a, a couple, a, perhaps just about a couple of years older. And we went to this baptismal service. Now, back in those days, we didn't have our own vehicle. So we joined with another uh, couple of mm -hmm. members from that church. Okay. And um, we went to, we chartered a taxi. So um, yes. so we went to this, this, this baptismal service and it was wonderful. But I stood outside, you know, in Jamaica, we don't have to close doors and windows and everything. We have the, we have the sound going out as far as it could could, could extend. Yes. And so yes. I I I never I didn't go there with any intentions to be safe. I love music, so I stood outside the window 
where the band was playing and um, didn't respond to any to any invitation but that night mm -hmm. as i was on the way in the taxi to go home i know now i had this thing happening inside of me that now i know is the conviction of the holy spirit okay. and i turned to my cousin and i said you know i'm going to in my words then i'm going to turn a christian you know and mm. she said to me you know yvette me too and that's how uh, that was the point of decision and confession to salvation may i ask what age were you exactly when you took um that water baptism or you got submerged into water for baptism i was 17 years old okay. i was 17 years old and um yeah that was on june that was on june 26 1977 hallelujah wow. <laughs> so you're looking at at least 43 years of wonderful lifetime with the lord is that what you're saying i would absolutely say that my oh, only regret is that. that i did not continue at 12 I lost five years, you know. Mm, yes. <laughs> That's a wonderful um, story. I love that. But um, when you're at it, um, that means I want to talk to you about Christianity then at um, age 17, coming up to the now. What's the difference? What, how is it different now than then? We did not need people to actually stay on top of us if you know in, in, as you understand the term in order for us to walk with the lord okay. um the conviction of the holy spirit was enough and so we just i think that i think what the what the what i could sum it up in in a couple of words okay. and is is that the reverential fear and awe of god as perceived and received then is much less now. Oh, for instance, it's not you know, it's not the same as when you started out forty three years. How long ago have you been married? And can you just give me a brief story, a brief you know, okay. as to your life then? You know. <laughs> okay, so tell a story, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, Interesting. Uh, yes, I uh, when I came to the Lord, um, I had lost my dad at age 12 also okay. he had he had been injured in a traffic accident and he died a few days later okay. um uh, my dad i i could feel the void mm -hmm. and um but then i got myself god gave us a wonderful stepfather however um, at that age, he was coming from another situation also to come into our situation and um, preteen and all. Uh, there was not much of that sense of the fatherhood. You knew he was, he was there. He cared. He loved us. However, when I came to Jesus, there was something that markedly happened to me. I became, I could, I had identity. Mm. I don't know, you know, there was a sense of identity because up until then I was, I was merely existing. Yes. Um, but here I, 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 I belonged to God. Yes. Um, I grew up not in, in, in affluence. Mm -hmm. 
Mm -hmm. And um, and it, it, especially when you go to high school, understanding how the situation, my dad having died this very summer, I get my results to start high school from common entrance. Okay. And, um, and my mom was now struggling. So I didn't have what my peers had in school and they didn't make, miss a chance to let me know that I had less than they did. So there was that, there was that I, I was very introverted. Mm -hmm. I I made some decisions early in life. I was not going to to um to pay too high a price to be in company that just tolerated me pretty much. And um and so when at that point the Lord came, it was at the time he saw he saw the need to fill fill that void. I tell you, it was it was pretty awesome. Pretty yes. Awesome. yes, yes. And so um, when I came to him, um, I. I got convicted by the Spirit at uh, the headquarters church in Spanish Town. Okay. And, um, and we lived on the outskirts of Spanish Town. At that time, however, my mom, her membership was at a church that her, her parents had, had pastored, led for many years. Okay. And that was in a small district way out. Okay. It's, it's off the main, a main, major main road, Old Arbor Road, but it was in the Sugar Belt. And the, the, in the Sugar Belt, now it would almost be like country because the heavy duty um, uh, the equipment and, and transportation for the, the harvesting of cane did such a terrible number on the roads and they were not really maintained. So here we were going to church, but there was no regular transportation to go. Mm -hmm. And we lived about uh, 10, 12 miles, perhaps, mm -hmm. away from church. Yeah. So my mom had started going to church because by this time, my grandparents were, were um, shut in. They were not able to, they weren't active anymore. Mm -hmm. And a wonderful new pastor was my first pastor, came and he was appointed to serve that local church. He had just come home from from um, having lived in England for, and served in England for a while, mm -hmm. and he took over this 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 local church. He well, he didn't live in the district, so my mom we and and later we were able to join her and have a right to go. She mm -hmm. said to me that um, when I told her I had gotten saved, she said there you just had about we they just had a baptism at Spanish stock. Mm. which was closer to me, right? Right, right. Um, they just had a baptism. It's going to be a while before they have another one, okay? And the, reason, and, and, and the reason is because those days, people were, they were taught. Yes. They, we had candidate classes. Candidate classes. So yes. people knew what was expected. People, yeah, you know, the, the word was sown mm -hmm. into our hearts before we actually got baptized yes. in water. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so, um, they had the required class. So my mom said to me, as a matter of fact, we have a candidate class that's going on at our church right now. And your uncle is, um, is one of the candidates. Mm -hmm. in so seeing that we had the right with pastor to go most of the times when it matters, um, then I, 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 we went down and that's where we got baptized early morning on the 26th of June. Right. And, um, but then my my pastor began to um, appoint me 
to different offices. My first appointment was to Sunday school. Mm -hmm. And and uh, so to, to lead Sunday school department, uh, Sunday school superintendent, it was called. Okay. And um, my mother, because it, before the new pastor came, it was just a small congregation. My grandmother was women's leader, um, Sunday school leader, choir director. She was basically everything until mm -hmm. until um, this new this new thrust came, mm -hmm. and we had yes. additions to. Um, to the yes. to the church, mm -hmm. and so pastor came to me six to eight to nine months after I got okay. saved, mm -hmm. and he said to me, "I am going to appoint you to be the Sunday school superintendent." Bless the Lord. You have to understand, you say mm -hmm. bless the Lord, but it was a scary prospect <laughs> at that time because. Uh, yeah, after starting high school and all like that, and a few years my mom wasn't going to church. We used to go to Sunday school, but after starting high school, I really wasn't going to Sunday school. And it has been a little while since I've been in Sunday school, so it was kind of scary. Scary. But I did what I, the only thing I know I knew to do, because then when you're appointed, you hear, you hear it, it you know in your heart this your pastor is making the appointment but this is an appointment that's coming from god from god yes so yes. i did what i knew to do i went to god in prayer and fasting and he helped me um to grow that sunday school and it was absolutely wonderful for many years your role with sunday school in your own church right now okay so sunday school back then um played a very important role in our lives um sunday school is foundational yes. to to church planting mm -hmm. um back then before someone would plant a church if they saw an area that they wanted to evangelize mm -hmm. they would go in and they would find a location perhaps somebody's front porch yes or, or a community center and they would start a Sunday school. Yes. And then back then it would be children who would show up. Yes. But if you if you if you began to take care of those children and they got excited, before too long, parents might start coming to see what they're so excited about. Okay. And so Sunday school is foundational. Sunday school also uh, when you're in a when you're in a, a regular church service, the word is being preached not taught the word is usually being preached yes um many times especially in pentecostal situation mm -hmm. under the unction of the holy spirit people are you know forceful yes. and so on and, mm -hmm. and and many times um there isn't a lot of learning um as far as scripture is concerned that goes on in that situation yes. but in Sunday school and bible studies that is where we can break down the word and people can learn the word. Now, don't you ever estimate the power of learning early. No wonder why the word of God says, train up a child in the way he should go. Yes. Uh, and when he's holy, old, he will not depart from it. Yes. Because I, the, the things that are serving me now, a lot of foundational things, are those that I learned before I actually, um, before I became an adult. Okay. Um, this might not be Sunday school, but those days when Bibles, Bible could be taught in schools. Yes. 
I I was I was still under um, elementary school age. We used to have what we called basic schools yes. back then for preschoolers, preschoolers right? Yeah. Right. Yes. And um, yes. and and I remember to this day. I remember my 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 teacher, a dear older couple called Johnson. The last name was Johnson, mm -hmm. and we referred to them as Mother Dear and Father Dear. Mm. This was in Sydney, St. Catherine. Okay. Mm -hmm. And they had they had it at their at their home. Sunday school. They, they had um they had school, but they taught because of their Bible background, they taught the Bible. So so is it fair to say that Sunday school and Bible study are the most powerful aspect of the church? Or are they the greatest anchor of the church? I believe it is. The word is, a, is foundational. And, and so without the word, what are you going to build on? Remember now, the Lord Jesus gave a parable and he said, now, uh, this man built on the, uh, on this, on the rock yeah, and this rock man built on the sand. The, the rock is yes. yes, the word. You have to build on the word. Mm -hmm. If you don't build on the word, pretty soon, something is going to happen. It's not if, it's when. Something yes. is going to happen and then the building, the whole thing is going to come, come crumbling down. So yes, mm -hmm. the word of God, Sunday school, um, Bible studies, whichever way. And again, I will go back to, 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 to the importance for Christians to pray that yes. even in schools, uh, just like Bibles were taken out of school, that Bibles get back into school because yes. most of what I know um, now, I knew from back then going just to a regular school that mm -hmm. taught the Bible. All right. While you're on that same topic of the Bibles being taught in school and Sunday school, I know that as a young Christian, you learned many things in Sunday school. And a few of the things that you learned in Sunday school and doing um, Bible study, I would mind you sharing with me your early knowledge of some of the things that you were able to memorize. Like, were you one of those with the 66 book of the Bible? The, the, what was it? Your golden text? Please just elaborate for me. That's Sunday school. Sunday school, every week you would get a passage. And in within that passage, they would have one verse that was marked as the golden text, the golden text, because that was that was, <laughs> that was that was what the whole thing revolved around. And so we would get a leaflet with 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 this these pictures and and what have you, and you would learn your golden text. And when you go to Sunday school the next week, if you could repeat your golden text uh, without without a, a hitch, then you might end up getting uh, you might end up getting a prize. Huh? Yes. So it's you like a show off. You go back to church next Sunday to show off what you. Well, well, that is one thing, and and also it is a measure of you. It, it is it is it is a sense of accomplishment. And a good you know, your, your, your reward, you reward good behaviors, yes. and and you get more good behaviors, and that is one of the things that God gave me when I became a Sunday school superintendent. Mm -hmm. As I prayed, the Lord had me to begin to have competition between the classes, the different classes, mm -hmm. yeah. and I'm telling you. My the Sunday school we used to have it in the evenings, in the afternoon, mm -hmm. Sunday afternoon, four o'clock. Mm -hmm. And do you know what? 
but they got through that Sunday school because we had competition based upon um, your those who would invite, mm -hmm. um, those who would invite, bring a new person to Sunday school, school. your offering. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And then, so we had, we had trophies that would go from class to class and then there would be individual prizes for those students that excelled. And it got to the place where we had even unsaved people that had no other church connection their relatives perhaps would invite them and we had young ladies people who were already living at home with their partners that would leave their homes every sunday evening to punish home to sunday school but that would be a grand idea if we had that begin to pour back into our churches again the old rhythm of christianity yes and 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 i i, I even though we are talking vintage here, um, yes. my sister. One of the things I have to be, I have to stand, stand with the word of God is that yes. there is the former and then there is the latter. Okay. Yes. We might not call it Sunday school. We might not call it um, YP. We might, uh, you know, you, you, you don't yes. I was just going to touch on uh, YP too. I'm going to go there, right? Yes. But, the important thing is whatever you call it there needs to be a concentrated system where there is systematic study of the word of god that we oh, sold the word of god that. into our young that. people's lives we yes. have to we have to and i and i'm and i'm glad you say that because you know growing up in sunday school for me it was an outlet um yeah. i go to school to regular school monday through friday but Saturday all day would be for your study text. And you have to go with a summary as to what you studied for, mm -hmm. you know, for, Bible, for your, your golden text. Uh, that's and you, a good student. Yes, and you had to have that right down pat. And it was a competition with the other yeah. class members in that Sunday school because everybody wants to be a winner. But, so now that I have grown up, with my own kids, and you know, um, I migrate it here to the U.S. I realize that it's not the same platform. No. Um, I don't know um, if we can bring this out to the point. You know, as a minister, you're a pastor, and you know, you guys have been te pre teaching the word and preaching for a while. How do we reenact the Bible back into our, our church home, into our Sunday school, into our school, public school system. Um, I need your help. So if well, there's any way that we can start to get this thing going where we can allow our children to experience some of the things that we did experience, it's okay. a great joy. Well, again, it might not take the same form. The message doesn't change, but the method might have to change Yes, with time. Okay. So we have now, like in my local church, we have, we have children's church. We have children's ministry where the word is taught on their level while regular service is going on. Okay. That is a forum. We have Sunday school. Here is where the challenge comes with Sunday school, even in America today. Mm -hmm. <laughs> most people and I, I it used to happen back then too parents used to send their children to sunday school they would not come with them to sunday school but now they come with in, them yeah in my experience in my present pastorate 
We have had many a situations where we change. Okay, do we do it before service, before morning uh, worship? Worship. Do we do it afterwards? Mm. Do we find another time to do it? Okay. Because you are always trying to make it available to the masses. Mm. However, there will always be those, my sister, mm. who, whether you put it before, if you put it before regular um, morning worship, they will come in five minutes before morning worship. There's a lot of great um, injustice to the Lord that you're coming late and you're just dragging yourself to come to worship. It, I, it's, I call it, I call it, I call it a dishonor. A dishonor. That's I call it a dishonor. In um in Malachi, you know, where the Lord the Lord spoke about the tithe and the offering, and He said, you know. Um, in those days, it wasn't dollars and cents. They used to bring their fruit and they used to bring their animals. Yes. And Jesus and the Lord, Jehovah said to them, um, you know, Father God said to them, now listen, you, you bring in the lame animal, you know, pretty much what you have left, what's, what's left, not that you, you know, so, yeah. You, you, you bring, this is what you're bringing to me. I'm displeased with this. He said, go and give it to your governor and see if your governor will take it. And in the same way, I, I, I try to teach our people, you think of your time with, uh, in the sense of a tithe also. How much time out of the 24-7 do you give to God? He's Thank given you. you all of that. Oh, have, you, uh, have you ever stopped to wonder how much of that you do give back to him? And in today's day, most of churches worship on a Sunday. And that is the one day we say that we give we to the Lord. To the Lord but yes. do we give it to the Lord? No. We come in late mm -hmm. and then we watch the clock to see mm -hmm. what yes. time. If the preacher going to go too long, it's time to leave. And so the preachers are always trying, uh, panting, praying, strategizing as to how to get the word. Because the Bible says as newborn babes, people have to desire the sincere milk of the word in order to grow by it. Just like in a natural situation. And there are many frustrations in ministry today because the pastor is trying to make sure that the sheep is fed. But if the sheep doesn't make themselves available, how yes. can you do it? Christ, there is neither bond nor free. Yes. There is not Jew nor Greek. Yes. There is not male or female. Male or female. God doesn't yes. see us as male or female in the sense yes. that yes. of our 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 work in working for Him. So he, he sees does, us as His servants. He just sees us as His servant. Yes, yes. And uh, as far as challenges with that is concerned, like I said, my first, my I am first a child of God, mm -hmm. and then whatever else has come along the way, mm -hmm. okay, uh, titles and offices and degrees, what of you, it is just, my first thing is a child of God. Child. And what I have touched on Christianity, spirituality, and I just want to tell you thanks. There are much, much more that we would like to get to, but the time is against us, and so we have to wrap it up for today. But until then, I want to tell you it was a great honor to have you on this program. And I truly know that I'm going to see you again. The honor Thank is all so mine. Thank, Thank you for you having so me. Okay. God bless you. God bless you too.